Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the Gospel of John. Today is episode 116. We're looking at John chapter 7, verses 37 through 39. Let's read the passage together. On the last and most important day of the festival, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. The one who believes in me, as the scripture has said, will have streams of living water flow from deep within him. He said this about the Spirit. Those who believed in Jesus were going to receive the Spirit. For the Spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not yet been glorified. Well, this is three short verses. Let's see what we can make of this. Jesus has gone to Jerusalem to participate in the Festival of Tabernacles the Festival of Booths, the Festival of Shelters. It gets uh, described various ways, but in this festival, it was described in Leviticus 23.40, where Moses said, On the first day, you're to take the product of majestic trees, palm fronds, boughs of leafy trees, and willows of the brook, and rejoice before the Lord your God for seven days. Part of it also was they were to live in these little booths, shelters, tabernacles. Uh, basically, just a little shelter that you would make out of what, whatever is available. And there was some disagreement over how this was to be done. The Sadducees believed this verse in Leviticus described the materials in which you were to make your shelter. So you were to make it out of palm fronds and, and leafy branches of trees and willows. That's what you're supposed to make your little shelter out of. The Pharisees believed, no, these were things to be used in the celebration that you were to carry with you. And the Pharisees actually, I won't say won the debate, but uh, they prevailed, and that was the common view of people. People would carry in their right hand this bouquet, essentially, uh, that they called their lulab, which was a palm frond with some myrtle branches and some willow branches together, and it had to be in a specific order and a certain number of them, tied together as a representative of different kinds of vegetation. Because remember, the, uh, the Festival of Booths, the Festival of Tabernacles, was kind of twofold. One was it was remembering God's provision for the Israelites during their years in the wilderness. But it was also an agricultural festival. It was the time of the fall harvest. The, the late harvest. The summer was a dry period, but there was a little bit of harvest still to be done in the fall. So it was the final harvest. So they carried these bouquets with palm fronds, myrtle branches, and, and willow branches in their right hand, the lulab, and, and they were to, to shake these bouquets at certain times in the reading of the Hallel, where Psalm 113 through 118 would be read. And at certain times, everybody shakes in a, in a certain fashion the the bouquets that they hold in their right hand. In their left hand, they carried uh, a, what they called it, an etrob, which was just a citron, which is a citrus fruit that grows in that area of the world. It uh, looks like a bumpy lemon, a large bumpy lemon. And it's a representative of the fruit of the land. So they carry things in a celebration. Part of the celebration each day was the water procession where the priests would go down to the Pool of Siloam, which was outside the wall, 
and fill a golden pitcher with water from the pool of Siloam, which is also known as the Well of Salvation. And then there would be a procession back to the temple through the water gate with the shofar blowing, and then the water would be poured out at the base of the altar. And this was a, a multifaceted ceremony. It was to remember God's provision of water in the wilderness because there was miraculous provisions for drinking water as the Israelites were in the wilderness. So it was to remember that. It was also Thanksgiving for the provision of rain during the preceding season because without rain there could be no crops. And this was a celebration of the crops. But it was also a prayer for rain for the coming year because they're just coming out of and still in actually the dry summer season. The festival takes place late summer, early fall. This year it's October 2nd to October 9th. And so we're, we're right at that time where it's celebrated and the summer has been very dry. Everybody's water cisterns, their underground water storage facility was uh, just about dry by this time. And so they're looking forward to God to provide rain. So prayer for rain for the coming year was a big part of this. And so every day of the seven-day festival, there would be this water procession and a great celebration, music, singing, dancing, reading of, of uh, the scriptures during uh, all of these celebrations. Well, then on the seventh day, there were seven processions of the water procession. And this was considered an incredibly joyful time. In the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 12 describes this, uh, Isaiah 12, 2 through 4. Indeed, God is my salvation. I will trust him and not be afraid. For the Lord, the Lord himself is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. You will joyfully draw water from the springs of salvation. And on that day you will say, Give thanks to the Lord. Proclaim his name. Make his works known among the peoples. Declare that his name is exalted. So this is a, a, a picture of the water procession, joyfully drawing water from the springs of salvation, the pool of Siloam. And it was great joy, thankfulness to God to providing the water and, and prayer for the coming water. Now, the understanding at the time of the people doing this also is they're expecting the coming of the Messiah. And what part of their understanding is in the days of the Messiah, Isaiah describes this in Isaiah 44, 3, where Isaiah says, For I will pour out water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your descendants and my blessings on your offspring. So amongst the people, there was an expectation that in the coming days, when the Messiah comes, just as uh, they pour out the water, this uh, symbolic of the pouring out of the Holy Spirit from God onto the people of God. So this is what's going on in the festival of tabernacle, part of the, the water celebration. And then on the, the last day, the seven water processions with the expectation and the linkage to the Holy Spirit. And that's where we see today's passage. John 7, 37. On the last and most important day of the festival, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. So the prayers for the coming rain, the thanksgivings for the rain, the remembrance of God's miraculous provision of drinking water for the Israelites, this is when Jesus says, 
If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. This is the day of the seven water processions. So there, there's some, a lot of significance and background to what Jesus is doing here. It, it says Jesus stood up and cried out. Normally, a teacher sits. So Jesus has been at the temple for several days teaching. and He probably has been sitting there teaching uh, about we don't know what. But today, the last day, the most important day, he stands up and yells, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. So the water is a big aspect to what's going on in the background. He says, the one who believes in me, as the scripture has said, will have streams of living water flow from deep within him. Now, he doesn't say, he's not exactly quoting the scripture, and there's a lot of debate over which scripture. There's a lot of different scriptures you could bring into this, so we're not sure really which scripture he's referring to. And some people have some problems with the uh, the idea of the streams of living water flowing from deep within him because Jesus himself is the living water. So how does the living water flow within me? And that's problematic for some people, but I, I don't worry about it too much because we know what he means because he tells us, or at least John does in verse 39. So we don't have to try and decipher verse 38 because John does it for us in verse 39. John says, he said it's about the Spirit. Those who believed in Jesus were going to receive the Spirit, for the Spirit had not yet been given, because Jesus had not yet been glorified. So, what does verse 38 mean? Well, John tells us in verse 39. So, whatever it means, it means exactly this, that Jesus is talking about those who believe in him will receive the Holy Spirit. Now, they don't understand the Holy Spirit yet. That's going to come later, when uh, after Jesus leaves and, and goes to heaven. He says, I'll send the Holy Spirit, your comforter, another comforter for you. But this is speaking of salvation. And, and those who believe, we already have seen that what's the condition for salvation? Believing in Jesus. And, and here John's adding, and those who believe will receive the Holy Spirit at the appropriate time. So this is the end of the festival, well, the last day of the festival, and Jesus is proclaiming the coming of the Holy Spirit. Now we'll see some debate uh, next time when we look at this. But the background, what's going on here at the, the water ceremony, which is part of the, the Festival of Tabernacles, is significant. And also the expectations because the common expectation of the people is when the Messiah comes, the Holy Spirit will be poured out. And they linked that description in Isaiah 12 of the joy of the water celebration with the coming of the Holy Spirit. And all of this was what was going on the final day of the celebration of the Festival of Tabernacles. It was a credible joyful, wonderful celebration of the people of God during this time. And that's when Jesus makes this pronouncement. So he gets people's attention. People take notice. So what about us? What's this mean to us? Well, the promise of the Holy Spirit. Those who believe in Jesus, those who come to Jesus, will receive the Holy Spirit because Jesus has been glorified. And we are, should be incredibly thankful that 
God has poured out the Holy Spirit, and we can be a part of that. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the Gospel of John.